0: Welcome to A New Testament Journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Acts chapter 10. At Caesarea there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian Regiment. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day at about three in the afternoon he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? He asked. The angel answered, your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon, who's called Peter. He's staying with Simon the tanner whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. Peter replied. I've never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times and immediately the sheep was taken back up to heaven. While Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision, the men sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, The Spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you, so get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the men, I'm the one you're looking for, why have you come? The men replied, we have come from Cornelius the centurion. He's a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all the Jewish people. A holy angel told him to have you come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men to the house to be his guests. The next day, Peter started out with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa went along. The following day, he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up. Stand up, he said. I'm only a man myself. Talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them... You are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with a Gentile or visit him. But God has shown me that I should not call any man impure or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. May I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius answered, Four days ago, I was in my house praying at this hour at three in the afternoon. Suddenly, a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send a job for Simon who's called Peter." He's a guest in the home of Simon the Tanner, who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately and it was good of you to come. Now we're all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Then Peter began to speak. I now realise how true it is that God does not show favouritism, but accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, telling the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on the Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Can anyone keep these people from being baptised with water? They've received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptised in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days.
1: Like a football manager being appointed to their dream job, Jesus is chomping at the bit to make use of his newly given position. In his life, Jesus was appointed to start plundering Satan's kingdom in the confines of Israel, verse 38. He did a pretty good job of that. And so, after his resurrection, Jesus was promoted, exalted, to the judge of all the living and all the dead, verse 42 which took his remit from about 1 million people to about 107 billion and counting. With this new dream job, Jesus would no longer just focus on the people of Israel, but could now release forgiveness, renewal and refreshing to anyone from anywhere who would believe in his name. And so he was chomping at the bit to release this forgiveness to people from very un-Jewish bloodlines, Living in very un Jewish environments. Jesus's challenge was that he was also committed to using his church to do the releasing. And they weren't hugely proactive about reaching out to non Jews. So he gave them a kick. The saving of Cornelius and his whole gathering of relatives and close friends was entirely the work of Jesus. Jesus sends an angel to Cornelius while he is taking a siesta. Jesus startles Peter with the thrice repeated vision. And then when Peter finally gets to Cornelius' house, Jesus rather rudely interrupts Peter's sermon by sending Holy Spirit before Peter even does an altar call. I have this vision of Jesus pacing up and down saying, just get on with it, would you? Until he eventually gives up waiting and lets Holy Spirit loose to do his thing. Jesus' enthusiasm for expansion is undimmed. All over the world, right now, he is giving his church a kick and setting up salvations through dreams, visions, and angelic visitations. All over the world today, Jesus is releasing Holy Spirit upon very unlikely people. So my prayer is this, please let me in on it, Jesus. Please let me, like Peter, be visited by angels, be rudely interrupted by your spirit, and used by you to bring whole households to salvation. Question for reflection. Who might Jesus be chomping at the bit to reach through you?
0: We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament
1: journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.